Welcome to another chapter of In the Keep Podcast. I'm your very own prophet of the drowned god, the Motherload. This show is all about the world of arena first-person shooters, classic FPS games, their legacies, their lineage, and the people who keep that world turning. These are the players, the developers, the streamers, the influencers. It is the will of the drowned god Cathala that our communities band together in her cathedral to frag and give one another into oblivion for all eternity. speaks for itself manifest destiny is the the expansion right of the americans through you know throughout the world and everything i do know that some people have taken that out of context and holy shit man like let's let's calm down i understand uh where that's coming from but like we're, we're playing quake here we're not we're not advocating any kind of violence except for you know the jibs that will happen during the tournament so that said Please come join us. You can watch it. If you don't want to play, you can play. Uh, if you can sign up in time and all that kind of shit. So it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. I'll see you there. Now let's get into the interview. Uh, so this episode, I'm joined by Flambo and Nationwide Moose, and we're going to talk about Z Damon and Doom in general. I'm obviously a pretty big noob when it comes to multiplayer Doom, but I do love it. And I, I did see this as a huge learning experience to talk to two guys that are like, you know, a, a lot more prominent in the Doom community than myself. And we had such a great time. We're probably going to keep doing this, man, because like uh, after a bit, Flambo and I were, you know, we were both drinking and Nationwide was just chilling, trying to, trying to keep it together. But I think overall we had a great interview and really covered a lot of, a lot of really interesting territory. For those of you who don't know, Flambo uh, has done everything there is to fucking know about in the Doom community. He's, he's been everywhere. He's done everything. Uh, most notably, uh, recently, he's uh, an administrator for the Znaben uh, D- Discord. And he did some development work on some of your favorite Doom mods, including... John Romero's Sigil, which we, uh, we do talk about that a little bit, as well as some of the other projects he's worked on. Nationwide Moose, uh, you probably you guys have heard me talk about him a million million times, but he is the head of the United States Quake community, and there he administrates their Doom servers and runs all the Doom events as well as everything else that he does. So this is a magnificent group of guys uh, having a great time talking about our favorite or one of our favorite games at least. I do want to preface this though, saying that uh, Flambo lives in the Netherlands, whereas Nationwide and myself are over here in the United States. So. 
you will hear the uh, the connection difference, and I don't think it's too bad at any given point. We did our best with it uh, regardless, and I think it turned out well. And also, you will notice the lovely Mrs. Flambeau uh, doing some dishes in the bra- in the background at a certain point, but it's, it's not such a, a problem. I think it adds to the ambiance of the conversation. So without any further ado, let's get in the keep with Flambeau and Nationwide Moose. So bad. Stop. Do it over again. I was waiting for moose. It must be the leg. Penis. Penis. Okay. Whatever. We're not going to get it right. I just want to get that out of the way uh, beforehand. Because I knew it was going to start off with penis and, and titty fuck. It was going to be the first two things that come out of both of your mouths. Based on the way this has gone so far. So I'm sitting here with the guy. I'm saying penis. <laughs> Okay, say it. Say it one more time. Say it. Get it out of your system. Uh, penis. <laughs> I can't. I, I'm, wait- <laughs> I'm waiting for somebody to ping me in ducks with penis. <laughs> and if that happens, penis. Okay, I'm sitting here with Nationwide Moose and Flambo, and we're here to talk mostly about Z Damon. Uh, so let's go ahead and tell us Flambo. What what can you tell us about Z Damon in general? Like, what what was your introduction to it? How did you get involved? And what what is your position in the community in general? Been involved. That's that's years ago. That's really a history lesson. <laughs> um, I was looking for online gaming because um, when I was young, the multiplayer Doom already on the Dwengo uh, services. I was young and amazing for the first time ever that you played with a person on the other side of the world. And so later I got internet, normal internet at home. I was looking for a way to do it again. And I ended up with Z Damon and server ports around. Being 2004, 2005, I did a lot back then. It was, yeah. And I enjoyed it so much that I decided to uh, the system. <laughs> I was young, and I ended up uh, being an outcast and even being banned. And yeah, first attempt at C. Damon. Later, I got back a few years ago, 2015, as me as Flambo. And for me now, if I look back, what is C. Damon and why am I here? Active uh, and committed. Because I just love the people that still play Z Damon, still play Doom. That's why I am today. Okay, so let's go back a little bit further. Multiplayer kind of came from Z Damon. You played, obviously, you played Doom before then. What was your kind of introduction into gaming in general and then Doom? How did you fall in love with that? In general, was uh, in the old DOS era. Playing on the on the PC, but then when I turned seven, my cousins gave me as a present the Doom One. It was just amazing because I played the shareware, which I was sometimes even 
woken up at night with a nightmare from, but I still wanted to play it because it was just so new. It was really 3D experience for the first time in my life. Doom really, it was days, it was so, it was new. I think I really got the virus back then, able to play all the levels, all the episodes of Doom 1, with the same cousins that introduced me also to the Omdrengo. Also something new that I never experienced because it didn't exist on any game before that you could log into and just play with other people's. Right. First experience in my life in multiplayer gaming, Dwengo. Huh. Moose, like, when did you get into Doom originally? Like, has this been like a lifelong thing for you? I know that multiplayer stuff has kind of come along new for you. Um, you kind of share your experience as well? Yeah, so... Doom for me, when when I was a kid, one of the earliest things I can remember playing on a game when I was probably, I couldn't have been more than three or four, you know, I remember Duck Hunt. And then uh, really the, the thing after that I remember was we had, uh, me and my cousins had a Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And um, I think one of my older cousins had Doom on the Super Nintendo. And I had no idea what I was doing. I just know it's I was his hand running around with a pistol. Worst version of Doom, other than like the Sega Saturn. I, um, I've watched some videos of it. It looks pretty bad now, but for yeah. me as a kid at the time, it was a lot of fun. No, it's, I remember you couldn't save. It's good. Like if you got into Doom from the like one of the worst versions of it, that speaks volumes to Doom. <laughs> Please go ahead. And I think um, after that, I played Doom and Doom Two again on the Game Boy Advanced. I had a Game Boy Advanced, and I was still a kid. I was terrible. I had to play with God Mode on, or I could never beat it. And then probably sometime when I was in middle school, mm-hmm. it was when Doom 3 was getting ready to come out. They had like this collector's edition for the PC that had Doom, uh, Doom 2, Final Doom. And I got that because my parents' PC was such a potato that really the only thing it could play in like 2005, 2006 was Doom and stuff like that. And I played it a lot then and Played it a lot, uh, you know, like Doom 3, the BFG edition coming out on console. and The Xbox 360, when it had the Xbox Live Arcade, I had it on there and played. Uh, my first online experience was actually on the Xbox Live Arcade for the Xbox 360. And uh, I didn't play it that much because my parents had horrible internet. But it's it's kind of been something I've played on and off my entire life. But this whole client server Doom with with the different ports like Z Damon and a lot of these custom PWODs like Ancient Aliens we were playing earlier and some of the stuff for survival that that's all a new experience to me that's really uh new and refreshing you know coming from just playing Doom and Doom 2 my whole life which are great but a lot of the stuff is still mind blowing to me all the custom content well full disclosure to anyone listening like I what I literally wouldn't have played Xandronum or see damon without you moose like you introduced me to all of that in the course of like what the past three four months if that yeah yeah so this is all fresh to me i'm learning i'm completely open-minded to all of this so please just tell your stories as much as you guys can you're also in uh involved in the mdf the multiplayer doom federation a little bit i've talked to human bones on the show before but he i, I don't think we got into it can you tell me more about that man yeah, I did uh, hear that cast with Human Bones, which was great, by the way. Tell me about that. It's the yeah. first one I edited myself. Oh, great. Then at least you did a good job. 
Um, now, Multiplayer Doom Federation uh, started July last year. Mm-hmm. Play Bones and Doom. Uh, I only got involved later last December uh, as a commissioner. I was just cancelled. For that, I was just a player in a FFA tournament uh, on Sandronum. Yeah, and me, because I can do nothing. So, production uh, with the MDF. Uh, but the idea behind MDF, the Multiplayer Doom Federation, is just to host some events, port-specific. They are not also game mode specific, so it can be anything. We had three-way capture the flag, uh, we had dual match FFA, we had a dual tournaments, we had all kinds of things, and there are so many more things still coming. And we are just looking for way to ways to bring something, an event, a tournament, an event, or a league that will get people interested at playing it with each other, enjoy the time that you are playing it, and if you even can win it, and it's even more greater, but it's just looking for a neutral way to bring events to the community, to the players. And I think it's just great. It's just something new. It hasn't been done like this in the past. Doom exists for so long and multiplayer also, but this is really something that has not been tried before. And I really want to give credit to Human Bones for at least pulling the card for it. He really puts a lot of effort in it and until now you just you see that it's just a success people are enjoying it people like it and we even created a community that's not specific only just sitting in one corner of the of the doom community itself it's not uh just on on Zendronum or it's not just on Odomax it's not just on Zdaemon it's just people like to play it you can play one event you can skip an event if you don't want to play an event on a port you just don't play that event, but it's just great. You see all kinds of people coming back and meet each other that otherwise wouldn't ever have met each other. Yeah, it's uh, something I talked a lot in depth with Bones about. It's just kind of the mantra, I think, of USQC, Keep, and MDF. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that, you know, we got all got to coexist. Uh, you can't be divided by these different, like, I don't like this client. Fuck you, you know? Like, I'm, not really <laughs> fuck you, but please, like, just, don't don't bitch about it and just have a good time. And then, like when you see an event that looks appealing to you, or like it's on the client that you like, or it's a, a mode that you like. It, in Quake, it's so much simpler. It's like we're gonna play tonight. It's barely NetQuake's barely even a thought. Quake World, we're like, okay, we're gonna play Quake World. We're gonna play on this server, and we're gonna play this mode. And if you don't play that mode, then you just make the decision. Okay, I'm not playing tonight. For me, it's no. usually like I'm, I'm at work, but. <laughs> you guys are going to play TDM. I'm not going to be there. There's 90% of the time guaranteed motherload's not showing up for TDM. But if you're saying like we're playing dual, I'm probably going to show up. So yeah, to, to create the same culture in Doom is very, extremely important, especially with all the years and years and years of just like discourse and everything. We won't get too much into that, but just there's so many people have so many issues <laughs> with different uh, clients in Doom. Just honestly speaking, like what what is your favorite one? I'm assuming it's Z Damon for you. Moose, do you have an opinion as well? And you guys can talk in whatever order you want. Um, for me, at the moment, I really prefer Z Damon for PvP play for FFA and duels. I love it so much better. Um, not that Zandronum, not that there's anything wrong with FFA on Zandronum or duels because that's what we've been using and. Um, for survival, I, I can't really speak just yet because all of 
most of my co-op survival play has been on Zendronum. I haven't uh, had the chance to really try it on Z Damon yet. Okay. Well, for me, it's it. You would think it's obvious, obvious, but it is uh, Z Damon for me um, because I can. I kind of landed there and I found my place there. Um, but all the three major ports have something. I mean, I really like Odemex. Um, Odemex gives me the nostalgic feeling. It's it's really the the the, the doom that I fell in love with, but it lacks for me an interesting mode that I enjoy really much now, and that's survival, which I prefer playing on Z Damon for the survival and the co-op. And Zendronum is, is great also in itself, which I also like because of all the additions to the code that they've done. There's so much more possible, especially with scripting, which something is also yeah, one of my hobbies. But honestly, Damon, I just, I, I don't know. I, for me, it just feels great. It, it feels, it has the things that I want to do. It has the activity that I want to do. So yeah. For me, fa- my most favorite port, Z Damon. Okay, I don't know enough about either one to actually weigh in on this. I, I've definitely the most experience in Zandronum just because that's the first thing that I was really introduced to, and it seems to be, from what I can tell, more accessible uh, to people in general. Like if you if you're used to a modern UI and you're a modern, um, if I was going to tell a new, like a young guy, like my younger brother. Let's say he's 16 years old. Uh, hey, go download this thing and then just jump in and you start playing. It's really hard to say which one I would pick because like Zandronum seems to work pretty well. But actually, the, like an hour ago, I tried Z Damon for the first time and I, I feel like other than a couple of config things, it would work just as just as effectively. Zandronum, I gravitated towards more because you could just it, it's so much more intuitive to like the modern brain. I'm 24 years old. And I can't see my 16 year old brother going through the trouble of like, okay, I gotta like find this list of configs in USQC's Discord, punch all this shit in for like 30 minutes, and then start the game and hope it works. And then, oh shit, it crashed. What's going wrong? And then I'll go back to, you know, hey, Moose, um, what should I do to fix this? And then, oh, try this. Oh, that didn't work. Try that. Like, I, I can't see a lot of like really young people doing going through all that trouble just to play a game when they have the option to just break out their smartphone and pop open their Xbox and start playing fucking you know Rainbow Six Siege. Like, but they're, they're missing out on the reward of playing Doom. And I, a big part of my thought process is like, how do we get people to get involved uh, more into mm-hmm. these games? Because it's a it's a far more rewarding gaming experience to me. Uh, just that's just me. That's why I do this whole podcast. These are the games that just, if you put in the effort, it's so rewarding and so awesome. So what do we do? Absolutely. What do we do to get, get young people involved? Because all the old people like you guys are going to die in like six years. That's that's the big question. Yeah. That's something that we have to do. You cannot make a plan. You just got to play it with them. You got to make it interesting for the new generation because the magic that I experienced when I was young, when Doom was new, when Doom was the new thing, that magic is lost for the new generation. I mean, it looks old. It, I mean, it's not even real 3D. It's So you got to give them the gameplay. You got to be with them in the game, offer them the gameplay that 
makes it exciting for them and wanna, that they want to return to it again. That's what I think is needed to get a new generation interested in trying Doom out. Doom itself has a lot of stuff to offer and you just got to give them the surroundings and the, yeah, and the enjoyment of it. I think for me, like the answer was Brutal Doom. I don't, Moose, I know that you yeah. <laughs> kind of share that with me. Um, I've been like in, in love with Brutal Doom and I understand that they're, you know, the purists that want at least, you know, deathmatch to be pure. And that makes sense to me. I would like to see what deathmatch and brutal doom works like, but just having those, like just those new mechanics, the new monsters, like everything that you can do with that. It makes the game so much more like easy to say, I'm going to mention my 16 year old brother a lot because I just introduced him Mm -hmm. to doom recently. And I was like, brutal doom clicked with him so hard. Like it was like he had, the experience of playing Doom, relatively the same that I did, but he got the experience with things that he's used to, like being able to jump, being able to free look, being able to have these fucking wacky ass weapons and crouching and aiming and all that, like things that he's used to doing, but like just kind of ease him into the Doom community. And since then, he's like messaging me every day, like, how much money do I need to build a PC just to play that game? Just to play that <laughs> one game. And I, like that, that just inspires me so much. Like I, I all I want to do is like, I'll send you an SSD right now. Like I'm yeah. going on, it's Amazon day as we're recording. Like, let me help you out, buddy. Like anything I can do, but I don't know. I do. Do you guys have opinions on this? I know Moose, you, you mentioned some stuff earlier about it. Yeah. Well, so I can talk on this just for a bit, just not to change the subject away from doom, but just to relate it. Um, when I got into I was mostly a console gamer my whole life. And actually what made me want to get into PC gaming was a guy I worked with showed me a trailer for Quake Champions, believe it or not. And I was like, wow, you know, that looks great. I, I never even really played arena style stuff that much. And um I ended up getting a PC finally to try Quake Champions. And um I know Quake Champions gets a lot of hate, especially from, you know, like the Quake World community and stuff. But the bottom line is I would never have even gave Quake a thought if it wasn't for Quake Champions. I would never have even had any interest in it at all. So, I mean, if you can hate it if you want, but new people coming in, you, you got to realize that this, you know, new games do generate interest in seeing where it all started. So I got Quake, and I really liked the campaign, and I said, you know what, I want to try the multiplayer, and that's kind of how all this got started. And for Doom... For me, since I've played it my whole life, you know, I'm down with the vanilla, but that's like um, I have a friend, co-worker recently, he played Survival with us for the first time last Friday, and our survival events are relatively vanilla. I mean, I've got some stuff on there like skins and, you know, custom taunts and stuff like you can, one of them was Billy Mays and one of them was Arnold, you know, you can hit, and it's funny, and you, you can play as a pig and oink or what, you know, and he had a good time and he'll probably come back, but I know any of the people that I played games with, you know, on console or, you know, people that, that didn't grow up playing, if I showed them brutal doom, they would be like, Whoa, you know, if they just, if they sat down and played it, they, there's no way you, you cannot get hooked on doom. If you try something like that. And I, some people they'll try that and that'll be all they want. And some people will try that and say, okay, I like this. And then you can say, well, let's play It's Wednesday. Let's play some deathmatch. 
and have vanilla style deathmatch, and they'll really like that too. I mean, it's that way with with you know you got people that play Quake Champions, and they might try a Quake one and not like it, or and you've got some people that are going to be like me who say I want to go back and see you know how all this got started, and then they enjoy it. And I think that's important. Not only does it keep the community alive, it brings in new blood in all aspects, so to speak. What have you seen uh, in, in the Xandronum and Z Damon and multiplayer Doom in general, Federation, all that stuff? What, what have you guys seen as far as new people joining uh, Doom? Where do they come from? How do they get into it? Well, it's fairies, obviously. But, but um, a lot of them um, heard it from another one. Um, they indeed got told, like, oh, you got to try Doom. And they just Google it, and they land on my port, and they just play it, and that's how most of people that I talked that were new uh, got to Z Damon. And you also got a few that are just really interested in the modern versions. I mean, there was a when Doom 2016 came out, then there was a uh, there were a lot of new people trying it out again, trying the old classic Doom out because they were interested in hey, what's this about? It's been around so long. Let's just find if the old one is still around. And I mean, it still exists. And now with the new Doom coming up, it will also be hopefully a revive in new players. But yeah, it's it's mostly from hearing it from somebody else or just being interested in because of the new games or the new first-person shooter games and people are just Googling and finding that the classic Doom is still around, from what I see. And and the general impressions seem to be good, I'm assuming, or at least, at least the people that end up in your lap are like, this is for me, to some extent. Uh, yeah, uh, what I see that most of them like it, most of them fell in, also fall in love with it, because it's just, it's I mean, it's Doom, it's, it, it has something, and it's always a positive reaction. You get a few sometimes that go like, okay, this is shit, it's so old, it's... It's not even 3D, then I will say indeed get Brutal Doom and play single player and yeah, you can enjoy it on your own way, but for this, with the classic Doom um, and even with the mods like Brutal Doom, yeah, I mean, it's 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 something that people, it attracts people a lot. And I don't know what it is about the magic of it, but as something, Doom attracts people. It does. It has a lot of issues. I mean, like, I, I can't express enough like there are things about doom that annoy the shit out of me but for some reason there are like even the mistakes are perfect even the things that i hate so much about like i hate hit scanners i hate walking around the fucking <laughs> side of the wall and just getting blasted by chain gunners so much i i hate them i mean like i don't even want to ever see one again but yet i can't stop uh coming back to shoot them it's like it's perfectly addicted it's i don't know whatever your favorite cocktail is like that that out like that Crack. I don't know. Whatever it is for you that you just can't stop doing, that's what Doom. Yeah, Malibu. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is, it's like, that's how Doom feels to me. It's not just a game to me. This is like people think this is like, oh, you're just playing a game. It's like I'm not playing a game. These are the, these demons on this screen, or the demons that live in my head, and I have to <laughs> fuck them up. I have to kill them every day, or I'm gonna go fucking batshit crazy. Like that's really how I feel. So, <laughs> yeah, and that's I, I can relate on that because I had the same when when playing Doom for the first time, single player. You know, you just had to finish, you just had to try again. And I remember that I was always so pissed off when I got killed by an archfowl, and 
yeah. I really hated them so much. But now, nowadays, I'm just like, oh, it's just an arch file. <laughs> I know how to handle it. I know how to evade this attack. But yeah. There's something to be said about that. There really is something to be said about that. Like, at, at first, an arch file seems like something that's like so un, unbelievably crazy. Like, how the fuck do you deal with this? And then after, you know, years of kind of coping with it, doing it over and over again, now you're like, just an arch file, man. I can handle this. That's like the demons in my head. Yeah. Same thing. And it, <laughs> and it's it's the same with the cyber demon. I mean, yeah. it's the, the biggest enemy. And it's just plain simple to just evade his rockets and just circle around him and kill him. I mean, <laughs> they're not even scary anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, I played it for 25 years now, uh, almost. So, yeah. <laughs> I got a little bit of experience in cyber demons. I feel like... 25 years from now, people are not going to be talking about Rainbow Six or like Overwatch in the same way that we're talking about Doom 25 years after it came out. You know, like it's it's gone so far. Like, how could it not continue? When are we going to yeah, have and, the 50 and year anniversary? What I, what I always like uh, about telling the, the younger players is that the first person shooter genre was actually called Doom Clone back in the days. It wasn't even a genre. We, I mean, we had we had a few games. We even had Wolfenstein 3D. But Doom set the standard for even the first-person shooters still around, uh, being made today. Doom set the standard. This was the starting of the genre in itself. And that's why this will still be around in a few years. I really know that it will be around. And yeah, like I said, Rainbow Six, it, it's... Yeah, sure, it was fun. It, it had other graphics. It had different uh, game story, but it was nothing really revolutionary. Right. Doom, Doom was it set the standard for even today's first-person shooters. Sure, everything's based on ed tech. It's, it's crazy. Like, everything. Half-Life, like the whole deal. Messiah was like probably the best uh, explainer yeah. that, that I've ever yeah. had on the show, but... It, it is amazing. It is amazing how it's bridged the gap. And so MDF and you guys have been putting on weekly events. Can you tell us a little bit more about like what what game modes you guys like to play and like what, what you prefer to play them on as far as uh, the clients go and how the turnouts go for those? Well, for the, for the MDF, uh, what I personally like is the, yeah, that match, the FFA tournaments. Um but we had um, fairies of. I need to. I need to look that. <laughs> now we did. We did a duel, which um, was played on Odamax first, then Zendronum. And we, a few weeks ago, two weeks ago, we did it on Zdaemon for the first time, um, which is great. And actually, for that, I don't have a preferred uh, port source port for it because duel is like the basic game for multiplayer and all three ports support it really great uh then with the ffa actually it's the same something that i really enjoyed was the team last man standing mode that we did for mdf which can only be played on zendronum because it's the only port that really supports it that was great um that's like yeah, the with counter-strike kind of deal where it's like you two teams face off until two teams yes yeah. until one person survives yeah um, it's not supported by uh, by Odomax and it's not supported by Z Damon. And I really enjoy the mode, and it's playable on Syndronum. So if you love it, go there. Um, that I really like. And yeah, the, the capture the flag is is just great as a 
team competitive mode. And personally, I just like it on Z Damon because that's the place where I got to play it for the first time uh, years ago. And actually, if you look, there are still new maps and map packs being made, but a lot of the old classics are still being played, which were CTF maps from the Z Damon era. They're still being played these days on Zendronum. So, yeah, for me, I play them there too, but I don't know. The nostalgia feeling stays on Z Damon for it. And yeah, we didn't have a co op or survival tournament yet because I'm actively trying to make create that with two to make some sort of competitive mode in survival. And where I prefer to play that is definitely on Z Damon because that's actually the port at this moment where a lot of survival players are at the moment. And that's also what I really enjoy doing. And that's also something that still is weekly run on Thursday nights. We got Thursday night survival on Z Damon, which now is running for almost eight years now. Last week we had session number 413 and it's a weekly event. We just pick a a survival what? And we're going to run it in rotations. The first rotation is uh, a normal rotation, which we know how that goes. The second rotation will be the monsters being set on pain and on fast. So we've got pain mode. So you've got strong monsters and you've got fast monsters. If we make it to the third rotation, we have total randomization mode, which will just randomly alter all the monsters at the map start. And it's also with custom monsters, which are being created by worse. And and that's really something to to actually, it's, it's fun to play. We It's usually also really crowded. I mean, it's popular every week. But you play the maps, you go like, okay, we played these maps before, but you get to play the rotation again with a new challenge. And I personally really love the total randomization. And the total randomization will give you all the random uh, monsters and even the most craziest and strongest monster you can make you, you just put it in there you get at least ammo regeneration back with scripts but yeah it's just fun and we team tns um uh, existed of evolution in the past uh, memphis was there Eric fallen also known for his maps and map music but the most famous one actually is Rhino Duck. He created uh, a lot of scripts, ACS scripts for the survival modes on uh, Thursday Night Survival, which is just so awesome to play. And we can, for instance, also, we have made, for, for instance, a popcorn rotation. And if you shoot a monster, it will make a sound of popcorn popping. And there will be four suicide bombers popping out of his dead body, which will create a new challenge. Because if you mow down like 20 imps, you will end up with 80 suicide bombers running at you, which you have to kill before they blast you. And I mean, it's just amazing. It's, I fell in love with just the survival in this, this crazy surrounding and just really, really challenging. And it's great. But that's what we do on Z Damon Weekly on Thursdays. Every Saturday, we still got the Z Demon sessions going. Uh, the first session was held in August of 2007 by somebody that we all know, Human Bones. 
Human Bones Created Sediment Sessions in 2007. And last week we had the session number 619. And it's a community uh, session. You can uh, request um, a game mode or you can even request a what. It's also been used uh, by people that created a what and wanted it uh, wanted to have it test played and uh, yeah, they just gave it to Team ZDS and asked, "Can you run this for me?" And it was being run, so you could get feedback and also just showcase your newly created release. And that's still being run today by Krawa and Ubergewei. And every Sunday, yeah, every Sunday evening, both in the EU and in the US, we got FIBO, which is frag your brains out. At the moment, the US version sessions are being held by Megadog. Ubergewei and Kildokor did the, the European sessions, but yeah, due to lack of interest, unfortunately, we decided to not run the EU sessions anymore. But that will be the FFA evening, Sunday evening. Just frag your brains out, just have fun, just spam everybody around with a BFG and, <laughs> yeah, and just have a great time. And those are the three events that we still run weekly on C Damon. We had more in the past, like Wednesday, Capture the Flag. Um, at Fridays in the past, it was co op. And I don't know if we even had a Monday session. I don't think so. I think that only Monday was the only day in the week that there was not a, a weekly event. But yeah, these days we only run those three, TNS, ZDS, and FIBO. But it's great to see nationwide moves coming with this US Quake community sessions too. So yeah, I like it that at least the other days of the week are being filled also by some play either on Quake or Doom. I really enjoy seeing that again. Yeah, Moose, we were talking earlier about how, like I should make an. You said you told me, "Hey, Motherload, why don't you make an event schedule?" And I was like, "Because a, I don't have an event scheduled. Like I, I, I want to hopefully August time frame, like late August, I'll start being like really consistent with my job to be able to say I'll be here on this day and I'll be able to do this." So I don't even know what the fucking deal. Like I don't know what night of the week to pick because I won't be able to compete with you guys. So tell us a little bit more about uh like the US key QC Doom events. It all kind of got started. I wanted to just play Arena FBS at the beginning. I wanted to play Quake Champions. I wanted to play Quake One. I wanted to play Quake Two. I wanted to play Quake Three. I wanted to play Quake Live. I wanted to play Doom Two. I wanted to play. I wanted to play it all. <laughs> and um when it was just a handful of people it it, it turns out it, it was a lot of work and i met some people like messiah and and others and they've really helped me out a lot it it's it's definitely more than any one person can handle but it got to the point where we said trying to do all of these games is too much of a hassle what we noticed in the community was quake world and Doom 2 had the largest followings and the most interests. It seemed without fail, we could always have good turnouts for Quake World and for Doom 2. So we said, you know what? We're not abandoning these other games. Um, we still might would do an, a Quake 2 event every now and then. We still might do a Quake 3 event every now and then. But it seemed like just 
from manpower constraints and from a focus standpoint, the best thing to do was to, to focus on Quake World and Doom 2. And it started, um, everything's mostly for us at USQC has been on Zendronum, but after trying Z Damon and realized how much I like it, what I want to see is to be able to have events and it not matter if it's on Zendronum or matter on if it's on Z Damon for people to just play Doom 2 together because it, it's all Doom 2. It, it shouldn't matter what port it is. We all want to play the same game. And coming in, you know, somebody like me coming into this so late, I don't care what happened in the past. You know, I don't care why this happened. I don't care why this port came to be. All I want to do is play Doom, and I want, you know, to connect people to play Doom together. So what what I want to see is playing on Zandronum and Z Damon is to see people make that cross and to say, you know what, um, it's FFA, who cares? You know, let's let's play together. Let's have a good time playing Doom and in and a lot similar fashion to what I see the MDF doing, you know, having their tournaments across all the ports. I mean everyone will always have their favorite, but there's there's no there's no sense in in not playing when there's when there's Doom two to be played. I agree with you to a certain extent, but I do have an interjection to make there. And this is coming from me who has absolutely no marriage whatsoever to any client or anything. I don't really give a flying fuck what client we play on. It's I wish there were just one that was the best and everyone agreed on it because I don't want to have to tell people who are like new to the community or who just are, you know, have jobs and lives and are, uh, can only dedicate maybe an hour or two a week to playing. And if they go out of their way, like I really want to play in this event or tournament or co-op thing or whatever the fuck it is. I don't want to have to tell them like, Oh, you got to download three different clients and set them all up and like deal with all this fucking bullshit that comes with it. You know, like that really, that really does suck. They're really like, Ideally, in an ideal, Cathala gave us the perfect world. There would just be one thing that's like, oh, this is perfect and it works and everybody's just going to do that. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Um, I can see where you're coming from uh, as, as, you know, also being new to this whole play in the source ports with the older games. It, it's a challenge when you're used to just getting on Steam and clicking purchase and install. It's a challenge. I know. I got to get this application. I've got to move these wads. It's worth it in the end. Yeah, I think it would be great if there was just one, but I don't see the one port thing happening. But what I would like to see is people just coming together. Yeah. To play Doom. And to that. And in, in the end, yeah, I totally agree with both of you. In the end, there is not, for me, my personal point of view, there is not much different between the ports. There is difference between the engines and there's difference on the inside. Play, if you just want to casually, like you said, if you've got an hour or two hours a week to play and you want to play casual, yeah, then find your way through the woods and all these uh, opinions. And the big question when people ask me that is, what do you want to play? Do you want to play co-op or survival? is go to the daemon at the moment because that's where the mode is. If you want to play a lot, try Zendronum. It's more active. That's, capture the flag. 
Ronin these days because there isn't a public game anymore on Z Daemon. It was famous Z Daemon for running 24-7 full service play 10 minutes in, in a break between work and 10 minutes you wanted to play capture flag you could go public server on the daemon it was always there the last three years no activity capture flag goes and drone them each board has their own active group of peoples and there is no perfect there only is for you at this moment and i don't think that can happen that there will be only one perfect board soon in the future no, probably not. Like, we're, we're asking for... Mechanics. We're asking for the drawn to God to give us something that just isn't what she wants the, the world to have yet. It will happen one day. Uh, within the next 50 years, me and uh, Moose will find some young, hopscotch, like, kick-ass, ready-to-go coder who just makes the perfect Doom client, and everyone will unite, and the world will be perfect. But that's not today. So... Perfect. <laughs> Some people still need to bitch about something. You can not change the people. Ah, the gr- the drown god Cathala will make everything perfect. <laughs> okay, then I believe in it. It is prophesized, just not today. Uh, maybe uh, next week. We'll see. Next uh, week. And first, she's got to make me do all these uh, interviews. So, <laughs> I did want to get into a little people. bit about your. You, you made a comment before we went on the air about how like uh, you felt like. There were differences in like the maturity of different groups in within the Doom community. If it was particularly like Z Damon, may even though you just run around saying penis and uh, titty fuck and claiming to be mature, you did say <laughs> say titty. I never say titty fuck. <laughs> I never say titty fuck. You I just, only say penis. You said it, but twice, that's because twice on the air you said titty fuck. Just now. Fuck for the third time just now. But <laughs> I only say penis. But that's because I got a bot named Penis. I think why I say it, a penis. It's okay. called my butt. So, but matu- matur- maturity about uh, in the com- yes, it's definitely what I feel. I mean, it's not that my opinion is true, but difference community itself already between people and mature the, the community experienced back in the days of Skulltech and Zendronum actually just like because I need mature people around me to keep me normal because otherwise I tend to be a full retard always but there is definitely a difference and I notice it from people that tried out some other ports and they end up on Zdaemon and you just go like oh my god I'm so glad that everybody here is normal <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen like that that's something I don't think the drone god is going to resolve there's always going to be crazy people like yes, a, definitely. Oh, we got definitely crazy people. There's always going to be those guys on the internet. And you, listen, if you're listening, you know who you are. And we love you. But there's just like some guys that just clearly live in this world that we don't live in. And, and they just do, they just, whatever the hell. Like uh, nationwide, kind of the, the start of the, the titty fucking conversation was that you said that there's like some people that just show up and they're just like, uh, hey, how you doing? You want to play some Doom? And they're just titty fuck is what they type into the server. Yes. And you're like, okay, yes. cool. But do, do you want to play Doom? Titty fuck. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what we're supposed to do with that. We do appreciate the entertainment, but 
just, <laughs> I just post, I just, but they are immature people. Also in the demo, I just post an example of somebody who absolutely loves me and adores me in the daemon. That person is moderated. He is muted and banned. He's told nicely that he's unwelcome. Uh, even even perfect on the player base. Yes, you get your gaming trolls, and yes, you've got your gaming and harass people. And I made friends too, which I just posted. There are people that they just... Yeah. And then they will tell me that they want to fuck me. And the next point is that they eventually even found out my wife's Facebook and told her that he bumped our house and he would blow up my house if I would not unban him from the game server. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh about that. It's not funny. People have. No, it you is. can laugh. It's. I find it funny. Not when it happened. I was really pissed off. I would even go to the trouble of finding my wife's Facebook. Which I told her to please turn everything to private now, but yeah, we even have those idiots, yes. And well, it's a challenge, but that's a challenge for the administrators and the moderators. And on Centronum, I know that the administrators are really doing the best as they can to keep people out. But the problem with administrating and moderating is if you ban one person or if you would kick one person out, it would always get a reaction from somebody else in the community. And sometimes it backfires and you get a drama going on. But the best are just those lonely uh, trolls that just indeed go into a server, yell shit like, like Allo Akbar and Tiddy Pots and Tiddy Fuck and I don't know. Yeah. Is if, if that's the worst they can give, then that will be great. Usually we have some bigger retards. Yeah. For sure, man. Like, I've seen it. It's Quake Champions is a cesspool of just you know you jump into a server and you just get dropped the end bomb on you when you beat them and you're like, damn, bro, I didn't know it was like that. But <laughs> I, I didn't realize that you, were, you took this so seriously. But just to be clear, I'm not offended, and I love you. That's always my response. Is like I love you too. Yeah. Um, because that's what it really is. I think it's a cry to like you know. Hey, I need attention. I'm like, yes, attention. It's yeah. just a cry indeed but for negative attention. I and- do. I do think that uh, some of it has to do with like who who are the people that gravitate towards these servers. Like uh, as we stated earlier, uh, Zandronum does kind of like make itself the most accessible to young people, and young people are the ones that are just like hanging out at their house and are bored, and and like they're more in involved in this culture of like trolling and everything. So they're probably just you know like some kid who just thinks it's funny to scream uh, I don't know Allah Akbar or whatever into a server. I don't know. I can't prove it, but I have to say, like, that's probably what it is. That's just speculation. But it's it's probably just like dumb teenagers being dumb teenagers. I was one. I know what that's like. So whatever. Like, I, I was. I was one too. Like I said it in the beginning. I was banned from C. Damon in the past too because I was a stupid teenager. <laughs> I do. I do want to get away from the like the the cert, like con, you know the whole controversy of clients and ports and everything. And just talk a little bit more about yourself. So, uh, you've, you worked on a lot of shit and you mentioned that you like, it's not like, Oh no, I didn't get credit for it, but you know, like you, you, you contribute to a lot of things, but you're not like the sole proprietor of a lot of properties. Uh, a big one I wanted to mention was that you apparently worked on sigil. Can you tell us the story about how you worked on sigil? <laughs> 
Sejo was something that I ended up doing. Uh, like I said before, I like co-op and I like survival. And I wanted to have Sejo played for TNS, Thursday Night Survival. And one of the things that Keyboard Duma uh, and me usually do is checking if a what is co-op friendly. For instance, that you cannot uh, lock other people out of parts of the maps or that the map can you that you cannot break the progress of people in the map. And via some ways I got my hands on the first version of Sigil that was bound to be shipped in the beast box. And when we just privately test played it, we ended up getting a lot of breakings in co-op. And so I actually it started that I decided to make a fix just for the daemon. Uh, but then I talked with uh, Do, together with Kibutuma, we actually ended up just scouting all the, the forums that posted something about Sigil, where players actually reported some bugs or uh, told about what their experience was. And we just ended up helping uh, John Romero with creating the 1.1 version that was about to be released for free download to the big public. And that was a race against the clock to get that one um, co-op friendly and bug-free as much as possible, which unfortunately we didn't fully succeed in. So 1.2 is still in the making. But yeah, Sigil was one of the things that I helped with and which is actually a nice showcase for the things that I usually do. Yeah, I, I really like doing that just finding uh, troubleshooting, just fixing a, a bug and just helping to, for instance, we had a problem um, with the map info where, uh, or with the deact, where if you on the last mission, if you would kill the, the spider mastermind, then the game would end. And that's just because of the mechanic inside of the Doom engine, which if you play it on episode three, the end boss is the, the, the spider mastermind. So you have to kill it. And if you kill this, the, that monster in that level number, the game will end. It's hard-coded actually in the engine. So you have to change that with uh, D-Hacked, which we did. So uh, that was uh, just an example of the things that we tried to fix on Sigil. And yeah, I just really like getting in-depth into a creation and just find a simple solution to make everything run as smooth as possible and in the end have a watt that can be released to the public and that people can just load up in the server or just uh, make a, a local LAN server with, with, with a friend at home and just play Doom together cooperative. And that's my goal usually. And that's also yeah, one of the most activities that I do these days, just helping people set up servers, helping people with... With making custom textures for in the world, custom music. And that's something that I also really enjoyed inside of the community of Z Damon. I came back in 2015 and I had gaming experience in Doom. I knew how to play Doom. And I did make a few maps in the past, but it was all with the, the default textures. I never did something really custom. And just in a few years, the, I learned so much from so many people inside of the Z-Daemon community that were always willing to help me with even the dumbest question of how to put a custom texture in a world or just 
how can I make with, with ACS scripting, I want to print something on the screen. Now I know a lot of ACS scripting. And back in 2016, I was so happy when I could print Hello World into the screen with ACS scripting. I was really happy because I did not know anything about it. And that's something that was so great for me to experience. If you got a question and if you have somebody out there in the community that is just willing to help you with it and guide you with it and willing to transfer his knowledge to you, I decided to do the same back with the knowledge that I gained. I would just help somebody who just had a simple question. I know there was one guy from the U.S. coming to me like, I, I want to host some USQC server on Daemon. How do I do it? I was like, okay, come here. I will help you. And you just guide somebody through. And I helped with one server and he ended up with hosting a full server cluster now, which then I enjoy to see that people can just pick it up so fast. And yeah, it's not user-friendly in a way that a complete, uh, the young, like your brother, I don't think that he can make a Linux server very fast for Daemon. He needs to have at least a little bit of experience. But I do like that we have a server wizard inside of Daemon, on which you can make a server from your own computer. And it's really straightforward in the things that you can set. And the, the GUI is, is so simple. But sometimes people just need an explanation of which button does what. And just help some some young kid with that, and seeing him so proud advertising his custom his own made server in the IRC and asking people to come play it, I really enjoy seeing that. Yeah, that, that's yeah. That USQC no guy is an asshole. I don't like him at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I like right him there. a lot. No, I'm just kidding. No, it is really cool to see like how the the servers have grown over time. I joined. Uh, U.S. Quake community, probably. When did you guys actually start the server? The server was created on January 28th. But it was probably... I created it the night before I went offshore. And I remember my second week offshore, I remember I started posting on Reddit. And I got a few people. And actually, Messiah was one of the first. Um, it was probably like the middle of February. We had our first event somewhere in there and it was like, I think it was five people and we actually played Netquake. Yeah. I I joined the server somewhere in that point and then I saw there's like, okay, there's like 30 people in this bitch and ain't nobody doing shit. And I got the fuck (laughs) out of there and I I just ignored it. I was like, uh, okay, I got to put my efforts elsewhere and then uh i heard you on quakecast right and when you were on quakecast i was like what the fuck you as the, the same discord server's got like 500 people in it and it, yeah like, and at that point it wasn't even 500 it was like three i two, think two three hundred i don't even know what it was but is you guys grew so fast like exponentially fast and i think that's a testament to the the weekly events unparalleled Maybe State of Quake, but they only do Quake Champions. Yeah, and that, that was something that was largely absent when I was trying to play Quake World. Is I was like, God, I just this, this you know nothing against playing in, on Europe or anything, but on Quake World, it's really noticeable the ping. Um, it's not horrible, 
but it you know in a, in a game like Quake World, if, if you have half a second delay, that's a big deal. Yeah, and it's it's hard to. And I was tired of hearing about you, you just have to learn how to deal with it or, or this. And I was like, no, I want to play free for all. I want to play on servers where I can play without lag. And, and we accomplished that. And actually, at the time of the Quakecast interview, I think we were we had just broke a hundred at that point. We've come a long way since then. It's really incredible that we just broke five hundred in six months. We're at five hundred members, and I remember actually one guy in particular when I was first posting about it in the official Quake Discord making fun of me um, for starting the, the community. And I'm like, you know. Whatever you know, we got 500 people now. It, it, it's great, and it's it's uh, it, it is a, it's a it's a lot of work. There's been a lot of stuff. It's it's taken a toll. I mean, mentally, you know, it affects. My wife is amazing for dealing with it because it takes up. I'm already gone two weeks at a time, and then when I'm home, this takes up a lot of time. Doing all this and and everyone, you know, Messiah and, and all the staff, everyone puts forth. Messiah in particular is definitely definitely my partner in it he he is, has put forth so much work now you got and, lucky with him man like just straight up you rolled the dice and you you got a six <laughs> like he's awesome yeah i i didn't we probably had like 20 people and i said i realized quickly i was like okay i need some help i this, i'm gonna need help moderating the discord I don't even know anything about servers. I could barely get a source port running at the time. And it, Messiah was actually the first one that taught me when I got I got a VPS because I wanted to learn. He actually helped me set up my very first Doom servers. Well, the first ones I've done were on TSPG, and then I wanted to learn how to do it on my own. He actually is the one that taught me how to get my VPS, which was Windows up at the time, running. And then I ended up swapping to Linux, and he helped me learn a lot about Linux and all that. And it definitely is a learning curve and that it's not impossible, but it's just it's like Flambeau was saying, it's just, you have to have somebody who knows kind of, kind of get you going on the training wheels, so to speak before. And then it's really, you see, once you learn just a few things, it's really not as much to it as you thought, but it's just stuff you will never know if no one ever shows you. Yeah. Again, I wouldn't be here without you, man. So it's a testament to a, why you're part of this conversation. Cause it's not just me that you've inspired. Clearly Flambeau, <laughs> wanted you here yeah he specifically asked like for you so, definitely rock and roll uh a couple other things flambo that you brought up earlier <laughs> you worked on uh z damon city can you tell us a little bit about that one z demon city it's um it's created by uber guy he's also from the netherlands and he loves uh frikandel special just as much as i do and if you don't know what it is go play z damon city or Go find it on Wikipedia. Frikandel Special. Um, now, he created uh, years ago the first version, and we are remastering it now. And it's a free roaming world. Um, it's, it, it's just one map, but it's a free roaming world with a lot of missions and achievements to get. Uh, now with a money system, and you can actually compare it to, G, uh, to Grand Theft Auto inside of Doom. And we even managed to get uh, with a workaround. You can also enter and drive a car and even get out of cars or motorcycles inside of Z Damon itself. Uh, <laughs> it really uh, pushes the, all the all the engine limits that we have on Z Damon to the to the limits, which is great. And yeah, you should 
definitely try it out. It's just co-op. Uh, it even has a bank system where you can save your money and you can come back and get it out. And it's just so awesome um, because it's from Ubergoi. And if you don't know any of his works, you should definitely check them out. He made a lot of... Uh, he's famous for uh, Zed Demon City, but he's also good known for always Zed Demon Session crazy mods that he created. Uh, I don't know if I can say I've, I would just say it. Fuck it. This year on Christmas is definitely going to be the last time that he will create something for ZDS, Zed Demon Sessions, because yeah, he's just going to stop it. He made uh, for every special day that we had, like Easter or christmas or halloween he always created a absolutely hilarious and creative mod for z demon sessions like for instance we had slender man last halloween which you could play and it was just so so great and but he does it with a with a cartoonish style he creates custom monsters and skins which is just which are just so crazy and and so funny and yeah, I definitely want to advise people if they don't know his creations yet, go look them up. Because, for instance, we have Capture the Chicken instead of Capture the Flag, which we have a running chicken through the map, which is dropping feathers so you can at least locate where the fuck he is. And you gotta get hold of that chicken. And I know it's a ripoff from other game mode, but to have it in see Damon in the old Doom engine playing actually just like capture the flag but running after a chicken I mean that's that's just really uber guy to his max he comes up with these great ideas and I I helped him a lot with, with coming up with ideas and he's also one of the ones that learned me how to use ACS scripting to make stuff like that possible and I really enjoyed helping him out with just looking for ways to to make that code even better or just come with a fresh look at it and create something completely new and refreshing to put in the code. And we always ended up with getting even a more wackier ID to implement in Cdaemon. It's like my favorite thing or about, in a Doom mod. about Doom is just that you could spend your whole life just playing Doom. If you've never played any other video game, you could just play Doom and just drag all these fucking wads in there and play every game. Like... Anything, anything you can imagine, you could do it and do. That's a fucking incredible. I want to play craft. Like, can we play Capture yeah. the Chicken tomorrow? Like, maybe. Can we do that in USQC for the weekly event? Just play Capture the Chicken. Is that possible? Yeah, that that does be possible. I have to get Flambo to help us set that up and get that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that definitely sounds interesting. I'll and the Sea Damon that. City also, I'm very interested in after yeah. hearing about it. <laughs> What about uh you you also mentioned uh, FCT and you use the derogatory use a derogatory term when you described it you said those frenchies je ne sais quoi why you say that I, I think I just fucked that I don't speak french but what what's up with the uh, FCT mod and what was your contribution to it because I played a little bit of it earlier T is actually from the old Tuesday events, Frenchy Chaotic Tuesdays. And it's from Oxide, JCD, and also involved. But they also came up with crazy ideas and crazy mods, and they created a shop 
the server that is running now is a Chillax WAD. Chillax is a slaughter WAD with maps with like six thousand monsters. You go into a room where it's just no. It's Chillax is 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 a very hard WAD. And what they created was a mod, the Frenchies JCD and Oxide, a mod that that has some monsters imported in them. Uh, they used all the de-hacked possibility and de-sub possibilities for all the custom weapons that they have. I mean, you cannot add a new monster or a new weapon in there anymore. Every slot is used. Created a shop for that. Where the bank system that's the f- was the first bank system that actually would save your account even after the server reset. I mean, but they managed to do it, and it's just so fucking great to play. It just really to a new level. The most popular server now that's been running for a year is Chillax server, but I also have it other watts, which you definitely should check out because Chillax is just torture. It was ridiculous. So we played it earlier, man. It was like infinite ammo and every every gun was like infinite ammo and a machine gun, basically. Like No, no, that's no, that's Chillax co op with power guns. No. <laughs> that was that's co op. It was ridiculous, man. I killed like a hundred revenants in three shots. As no, that's but no, but that's the the the, the co-op server. Just another one. No, that's that's another server. No, this one is the one uh, with all the. It's just re- It's really a survival mode still. But after every uh, map, you go back to the shop where you can. If you kill a monster, it will drop coins. You have them in your pocket, and with the pocket money go to the shop you can buy new ammo you can buy new weapons you can upgrade your weapons you can even for yourself like double damage and uh, stuff like that you can advance to a new level and the new dimension to to this gaming and just to play a what you love to chillax what just to play it in a different and 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 actually you could compare that more to maybe just giving new function or new weapons while maintaining the old ones just bring additional weapons to it and to which is just do and also put a lot of effort in that uh, which i really want to give them credit to and the community picked it up really good you know constantly i'm recently in place here because bored even after a year to develop something like that within a old engine, this version of Zedoom still has. I think that great job with really to all the limits that they have. It's unstable at first, also due to the high monster count, but service now, and they did everything to make sure that players have a very smooth experience. And we got players from Korea, from Pakistan, to France, by the way, That's we true. get them from South America. We get them from everywhere. The script will be off, and you lose all your weapons. But end of the time, it runs smooth, and it's just so great to see and support from from a lot of people. But really, they they much effort on that. Yeah, but what I also like was I still am, but I used to moderator in that server it was really great to see a lot of people coming there daily to play it to play it with each other then they didn't know each other but they were like okay what time are you free tomorrow yeah i'll be i'll come back at eight the people were just planning to play it again with each other so awesome to see to 
there you can see that people really enjoy playing Doom. That there really there are even people that stuff outside of the service, but it's just great. Yeah, I witness as a moderator on that server. I think that the mod scene in Doom is what like a hundred percent. Like I don't think anybody would even disagree at this point. That's what keeps it alive. It's the fact that you can do so many fucking crazy shit. Anything you can think of, you can do it in Doom. I've had so many yeah. people like I, I'll I'll just sit around like at work a lot because I'm bored, and I'll be on YouTube watching uh, I don't know like Icarus Lives or something like that, going through Doom Mod Madness and just like every version of Doom. And there's a version of Doom for everyone. I have a guy, you know, friends that would never even consider playing Doom, but they're like gigantic, douchey anime nerds. And I, I say that in jest. Like, I love these guys. But there's, like, Dio Doom. Where like, and these guys are just sitting around all day talking about, like, oh, the latest episode of JoJo, if anyone even knows what that is. Which, it's like an anime <laughs> that, that young people are into. And lo and behold, there's a mod that comes up with their favorite anime character. Where he, like, stops time and throws knives and, like, uh, runs people over with steamrollers. And I'm like, hey... You guys want to come play Doom? And they're like, fuck, fuck, yeah. Like, is that, that's Doom? I'm like, yes, of course. Of course, this is Doom. You can play Doom as your, like, whatever the fuck you want. You you like Contra? Like Contra Doom. If you like Pirates, from uh, talking about that game, Sea of Thieves. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. But I'm like, hey, you can do that in Doom. It's called Pirate Doom. It's right here. And I'll just pick that up. You guys join me on a server and we'll rock and roll. You can you can create literally anything in Doom, and anything. especially especially if you look at Sandronum, which supports decorate, uh, which I still think it's a shame that C Damon doesn't support it yet. But but decorate, you don't have the limits of the old engine, uh, like actor sprites and stuff like that. So on Sandronum, you can do so much more, which is so great to see what some kinds. But I really. For me, personally, I love to see how people like Uber Gawai and, and, for instance, JCD, but in the past, Cybershark, what they could do with the old engine that they are. They still can create something new, something wacky, or you can just make anything you want in there still. I really like to see how creative somebody can be within those limits. What about uh, this other mod you worked on, uh, Zed Damon Sessions? The mod that's the that's the the Saturday uh, event that still runs. Um, creative things also get tried out there for trial play. Like I mentioned before, we had captured the chicken. Just run it for Z-Demon sessions. You can compare Z-Demon sessions uh, with uh, FNF on Zendronum, uh, and we even had a trial run for a few had exit run team-based uh, ID in a survival map with the monsters, and your goal was to get as much points as you can running into the exit with your team. Each time that you got into the exit, you got spawned at a spawn spot again, and so you had to actually survival map, but also you had to defend the exit from the opposing team so that they could not enter, and I just really love helping out of it, making it happen, doing a test play, and actually just then throw it in Z-Demon sessions. Much of crazy stuff. A few weeks ago, we had a FFA. Uh, we run FFA for Z-Demon sessions. Fully work in progress version of the guys from Triple X. Created a 
complete pack for FFA. And I'm glad that Moose played it. It was just so crazy and absurd. This is so really like helping those guys out with stuff like that and making it possible to make an event out of it and get people to play it and and just have the best time with it just it's just made out of circles and you only get you get a berserk and you have to punch each other ffa i mean normally you would not be interested to play it but if you do it during a z demon session and you would just throw in some of the most hilarious players in there like about the Z Demon session, you can just run any shit and it's going to be sparkling as a diamond. I also wanted to talk about one other thing, and I'll just say one phrase and I'll let uh, Moose take over the interview from there on in. Beat it? What's up with that? So I was kind of getting into Z Demon at the time. Uh, <clears throat> and I saw the Z Demon session was going on. So this wad you're talking about, I join it. <laughs> and the first map is is you know kind of like a strobing room and it's a bunch of pictures of Michael Jackson moonwalking on the walls <laughs> and it, it the song is this playing is is beat it and the floors beat are going it. up and down <laughs> and all you've got is chainsaws and berserk packs and Flambo yeah. is right like normally you'd be like what is this but but on the CDS it is just it's amazing and then you've got um, a map that was raining blood, you know, from Slayer, and you can't even see because it's just like <laughs> yes. blood raining, and it's just super shotguns and BFGs everywhere. You can't even see what's going on. You're just spraying, and it's complete chaos. And then, um, you know, it's, it's like a, in between every round, it would prepare to smoke. <laughs> you have taken the weed. You have lost the, the weed. weed. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's that, with the weed, Fox, indeed. Yes. It was awesome. Somebody's from the Netherlands. Who made this? Oh, that is from Manolo. <laughs> Manolo is German. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's also funny to mention. That's what I love. There's, there are so many great people that created so many great stuff as a Damon. We have the the Fox packs, the the announcer packs, which you can create yourself with recording. And Manolo created a Gare Fox, which is a German Fox that will go like. Uh, Multimord. It's all in German. And he also made the gay fox in the lead. And he made the weed fox. The weed fox is, you have taken the weed. It's just so hilarious always. It's, that's also indeed funny. It fit in During said demon session, when I drank Malibu and weed, it can be so great. Just Saturday evening and just <laughs> so wacky. This is hilarious. It's just best and during the if if we would host that what on a server now nobody wants to play it but if you do it on a saturday evening everything in doom is fun is there like a schedule like the the night of the week like you, you say if you put it out on a saturday evening people will play it so like i'm not in in depth enough i guess to really notice the trends but like each week or Nights of the week, do, do things change with Doom? Is it constantly going on? Sort of thing? It's like Monday it's nights. It's not constant. Not good. Friday evenings are. are I'm, I'm, I'm European based, so I only see my uh, time zones. But Friday evening is usually the most quiet one, which surprised me. Saturday evening is the one that most people are active. 
I, I think I notice here the same thing with Friday nights is like Friday night everybody just like they they're just done with work. That's the night when like their wife's like, "Okay, you're done with work. Let's go out to dinner and all that shit." You know, like you know they don't they don't want to be on their computer so much. And then like Saturday it like blows the fuck up, which makes sense. It's the end of the week kind of thing. Don't see the same thing in Asia because they don't really have the same work week schedule that you know Western civilization has adopted. But what's weird to me is how like weeknights just seem to work out for you guys, especially USQC. You get like Monday night, we're going to play, I don't know, FFA or whatever the fuck. And everybody shows up. I'm like, I don't want to do shit on a Monday night. I don't know what the fuck you guys are up to, but I do have a fucked up weird schedule. So there's that. I think it's just, um, so one thing we've done recently is, is TDM on Mondays and you've got, uh, you've got a core group of guys there that, 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 that love four V four and they're always down to play. Um, but I can tell you a trend that I have noticed, um, especially when we were smaller. It, it it's not as bad now that we're a little bit larger. But I what I used to notice is like the Discord would be active, people chatting, and then like Sunday and Monday it would be like it died. It was like everyone died or something. And I think it was just everyone's getting their week started, their weekends coming to an end, going back to work, that kind of thing. But um, here lately, it, it's I think we finally just got enough people that are that are core players that it's not really uh, much of an issue anymore. Almost at any time, you can get a pickup game going, and that's that's a really cool thing. Yeah, it's probably not even the night of the week. It's probably just like what's going on, and then people that are really passionate about that particular game mode or mod will show up for it, regardless. Like I'll I'll move mountains to interview. I don't know, like somebody like Flambo. Like, I don't, I don't want to be awake right now, but I do, I did because I wanted to talk to you. You came I still high. cannot understand that. You I came highly recommended. This is my favorite part of today. I actually posted it in like the, the admin part of the keep is like, I, I messaged you like, Hey, would you like to be on the show? And you're like, I'm an avid listener. I'm like, yes, I got one. <laughs> yes, yeah, fine. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the one subscriber that you have. Yes. Yes. That, that's it. That's really all I have. <laughs> you finally found him. I mean, Oh, this is actually a fanboy interview. No, I really, I really do. I really do monitor like the countries people listen to you from. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy listening from the Netherlands? And then I knew who it was when you said that I was like, yes, I found him. <laughs> well, smoking weed. No, <laughs> no but, but with, Pickups and even I like the the platforms now that we have and the communities like the Discord aim is so much easier these days. And indeed, it's just also a matter of is this interesting for me? Is this fun? What is something that people get to play? Are there and how many? If there are a few people that enjoy to play with, if they are in the game and they call out for for a game like come join us, they will come and People always hesitate to come and will I go, will I not go? And that's why it's great that people like Moose is, and, and, and I mean, Good Boy and, and Vanilla Boy that you have now in the Quake community, they are so active in getting people started to go play. And it's great if they can fill a server when you're hosting an event. Also nice to see how fast it went in the US Quake community Discord and how great it is a people picking up. I really like that there is a link now to see Damon and we can combine it to just great thing where people connect and play and be free and no drama, please. 
Absolutely. Let me yes. pause this podcast for like three seconds. I'll be right back. I gotta take it's a unacceptable. Piss. No, go ahead. Y'all keep talking. I'll, I'll edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if if you're gonna talk, I'm gonna smoke. Why would you suggest me? Because you've been playing Doom since Dwanko. That's what I told him earlier. I was like, look, he he was he was talking about. We were talking about because we come up. We had that. Uh, we announced the Quake tournament. We've been planning. Me and him was chatting about that, and he was talking about. I've got some people coming up for podcasts, and I was like, I need people to to have on the podcast. Like, I know somebody that's been playing Doom since Duango. He was like, tell me. And I was like, Flam- you need to talk to Flambo. Playing cards, but it was so great, man. Magic. Anyways, Nationwide Moose, what are your like kind of closing thoughts? Like, What do you think could make the Doom community better and what's good about the community right now that should make uh, a new person looking into this game uh, join. Oh man. I mean, it's, it's like we've talked about basically the whole podcast with doom. You know, you've got people who've never played doom who need to try it. And you've got people like me who I played doom on and off my whole life, but i never saw anything other than like the base game. Like we've been saying, I mean, the your opportunities for content in Doom is, is endless, and it's a steady stream of new content being created all the time. And, I mean, you, you can go from playing base Doom to playing brutal Doom to playing uh, a crazy wad with weed box to, I mean, it's just... <laughs> To chasing chickens to whatever i mean it's it's, it's limitless <laughs> and um what i what i see in the doom community that i really like is you ha- there's a lot of people and um, a lot of them have known each other for a long time and it's it's kind of like how, <laughs> how you've got friends you know that you went to high school with or that you work with or whatever and you sit around grab ass and then you you have that in the doom community it's you know it's you really can make some good friends and sit down and joke with each other and have a good time. And I guess what, you know, kind of as a closing thought, and it really goes for Doom and Quake or any of these these older games, but specifically because we're talking about Doom and, and Z Damon, you've got people, a core group of people who have been playing these games and they're going to continue to play these games and always will. What matters, like myself, like, like you, Motherload, were newcomers. I'm never not. Now that I've experienced Doom, I'm never not going to play Doom now. You know, I started in 2019. I'm going to play Doom the rest of my life. I can tell you that. I, I have no worries. Yeah, it's not the largest community. I definitely wouldn't say that it's dying. I don't see any point in my life where I won't be able to play Doom online. And I think, you know, if you if you can show somebody all the different options and you find you get one person or two people to play Z Damon and and they love it and they come to play it then then you've made a huge gain you know you get one or two more people that are active and play frequently you know you've you've really done made some progress there in growing a community and uh, and it's and it's great to work with people like Flambo and and get to know this the Z Damon community and work together to introduce people to to new games, to new game modes, to or you know just different people that are also playing. Like, yeah, I have an event on Wednesday and Friday, and Z Damon has events on Sunday, Thursday, and Saturday. So, I mean, that's what that's 
That's every day of the week, except for one, that there's not a Doom event or multiple Doom events. That's my And there's day. even Doom events on Monday. That's my day. <laughs> so it only makes sense to work together, you know, and uh, that's why I try, I'm trying to let people know, look, you know, today's Sunday. It, it's FIBO, and that's just like last night, the FIBO session. I mean, it was what, like 20 people? And this went on for like two hours. It was just incredible. This absolute frag fest. And that's some of the best fun to me. And the way I like to play Doom is, is, is a frag fest like that. I love it. You got to play the map that we played on with the last tournament. Green War? Tournament. No. It was from FFA. Oh, I'm, I'm confused now. It's not from Green War. But by the way, yeah, we even played. Oh, that I forgot to mention. That's my closure. I play with Nationwide Moves. As a team, we were the noobs <laughs> in an MDF tournament. <laughs> we were both so prepared and we were both so practiced in team that match. We had a great time and we were noobs. <laughs> we spent literal minutes of time practicing. It was a <laughs> lifetime preparing for this tournament. <laughs> but we had a great time. <laughs> He was pinging in in the discourse. I need a teammate. I need a teammate. Yeah, and I, I was, said like, I was talking to him five minutes before that. I was like, "Do you do you want me to stay up, man? I can stay up. I got to work tomorrow, but I don't care." And he's like, "No, I'll find someone." And then you pinged him. <laughs> yes, I said I'll play. I said, but don't expect anything from me because I'm drunk. <laughs> we ended up there. We got third place. It was great, and we had the best. I had a fucking great time. It was so... That's what I really like. That's what I really think is so great about working together, indeed. It it doesn't matter if you know each other already. We just knew each other, and we had a small talk with each other. But it's not that we were friends or something, but we got to play as a team. A tournament. I don't mind. I just had the best time, and past boundaries if you can just buy things then there is so much to do and there is such a great and big community and just to have fun and make new friends we are here talking about this we have a in common we love a game we love to play and we have a passion for it and sharing that with each other and just think that spread it out that will make the community just accept each other and say also to the listeners just Damon download any other port I don't care and just try it out so great to play that I just want to close my very long talk about a game that I love as an adult which I started to play as a child and I'm also playing this with my child now so at least a new generation of Flambo will still be seen in the port where Moose will play even if he's 60 years old yeah as my son in a tournament your five-year-old son plays Doom, and yep. your daughter, your, how old is she? She's a, a year and a half. And she, <laughs> she holds a world record in Doom, tell us. Yeah, she has a world, she has a Z-Damon record of the youngest player to in Thursday Night Survival. She was only two months old, and she fragged it <laughs> I had to... Yeah. But I had to hold her, but I also wanted to place her. I placed her actually in the hope that she would not press any wrong buttons, and she ended up turning around, pressing the space bar, and shot an imp, and it died. <laughs> My phone and photographed that moment. 
it was so awesome for me. My wife was calling me an idiot, but for me, it was, yeah, best picture I ever took from my daughter. I think that's a great place to end it, man. Thank you so much, both of you, for being here. I really appreciate it. No problem. I'm glad I stayed up. We'll do this again. We should do this again. Music this week is provided by I, Greg Simon, our good friend, who uh, also did some music on previous episodes, so we hope that you will go check him out on YouTube and like his shit as much as we do, because it's awesome, and he's awesome for doing this. Also wanted to take some time to give a little credit where credit is due to the artists who make our beautiful and highly consistent podcast work here. I, I want everybody to know that is not me. I do not make that. I am not that capable so, Hadakant and Space, big thanks to you guys both coming up with these awesome pieces of album artwork for the podcast every single time. If you enjoy In the Keep and you want to get more and you want to find different ways to listen to it other than just sitting in front of your desk on YouTube, uh, you can go to our website, inthekeep.com, and you can find all the links to like iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and it's even now on iHeartRadio and If you want to listen to the show, that way you can. Definitely go do that, and if you do, leave a comment, or put the subscribe button, or like it, or whatever you want to do. doesn't matter. Just show your support for us, because we do very much appreciate it, and it really does help when other people see positivity coming from the other listeners of the podcast before they give it that first initial try. Thank you if you do. Also on the website are links to our Twitter and Discord. You're absolutely going to love it if you join the Discord and uh, get involved in the conversation. Reach out to us in any way that you like. It doesn't matter. We, we just want to see everybody hanging out, having a good time, playing some games, and uh, shooting the shit. Other links on the podcast include our support links. You can find them all listed there. They are PayPal, where you can, you know, you know how PayPal works. Just drop a tip in there, whatever the hell. It's on our Twitch and everything, so... That's a good way to support. Also, Patreon, an excellent way to support. We, you know, it's just a, maybe the price of a cup of coffee a month, whatever you feel like doing, it doesn't matter. And, you know, that goes to supporting pretty much everything we do here. As well as, and I do want to stress this one, guys, uh, the Amazon affiliate link is awesome. You do not get charged anything extra. You just make the purchase you were going to make. But if you go through that link before you do, then the show gets a little bit of support and it doesn't cost you a damn thing other than what you were already going to spend. So that's a great way to support. If you enjoy this podcast, there are other podcasts that you may find equally as enjoyable. Uh, A couple of them I'll list off here for you. Full Tech Podcast, hosted by our good pal, Smango, who runs uh, QuakeFans.net and KentuckyNerd.com. And you can check out him and his show on all the same, you know, normal podcast places. I know Spotify is a big one for him. And also on the Quake Fans YouTube, you can see his uh, awesome game reviews and streams and everything like that. But Full Tech Podcast, highly recommend it. It's very, very fun. It's all about PC gaming, retro gaming, and technology. Another huge one that I really fucking love is QuakeCast. This is uh, hosted by Dump Truck of the Quake Mapping Community and also RC, who is back now, of uh, the Quake Grave on YouTube. And, you know, these are both really awesome guys, uh, you know, a gaming journalist, if you want to say so, and active members of the community who just interview the best and brightest people in the uh, world of Quake. So definitely 
go give them a listen and tell them Motherload sent you. Upcoming events. So we got a lot of stuff here. Quake World, QH Land 2019, Silkberg, Denmark, August 29th through September the 3rd. This is going to be amazing. I can't, I can't wait to see how that goes. If you're going to be in Europe during that time, definitely go check it out. And if not, I have it on good authority that uh, Tasty Spleen will be covering the event. So you can watch it on Twitch as well, which is what I'll be doing. Dusk World Dual Pools. Uh, these are hosted in the Keep every Saturday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time by Brandflakes. And she is one of the best damn Dusk players ever. You can totally get involved in the community that way. Have a great time and learn from one of the best. United States Quake Community Weekly Schedule is on their Discord, but you know they're always playing like every fucking night of the week. We already talked about it a lot in the podcast, but if you want to play some Doom, if you want to play some Quake World, there's no better place to do it in North America than with the people who hang out all the fucking time in United States Quake Community. So, again, go check them out. Quake Champions players, there's a couple of them for you here. Uh, Plague TV hosts the QC Shub Cup. This is a dual series, and it's every Sunday. So definitely get in there and check out what he's got going on because he's an amazing caster, an amazing dude, and his events are fucking awesome. More Quake Champions for you. Quake Angels Quake Cafe. These are Mondays and Tuesdays. You can find her on her Discord channel and check out this week's menu. And do not forget... State of Quake every single fucking week, all the goddamn times. Specifically on Saturdays, they host all their assorted tournaments. Uh, many of them have cash prizes, and they are the best. So go check those motherfuckers out and tell them Motherload sent you. You might even hear me cast one of their tournaments sometime. Lastly, of course, Quake World Manifest Destiny, presented by The Keep, USQC, and TSPG, will be held... Saturday, August 10th, 2019 at 7 p.m. Eastern or 4 p.m. Western or whatever time zone you live on, figure that out. And again, this prize pool is $100. We're giving it to the winner and it's going to be a great fucking time. So I hope to see you there. In the meantime, stay in the key.